What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Yahoo NFL Sunday preview show. Adam Kaufman reunited, and it feels so good with Eric Lindquist. It's been a couple weeks. Haven't had the pleasure of working with this man, I guess, three weeks, because last two shows without him. And, you know, we are thankful to be back together. At least I am, and I have to imagine he is, too. I'm putting the words right along with the turkey in his mouth. How are you, man? Doing great. Uh, I'm super married. I'm super tanned. Everything's super great. Super married. Life. Yeah. Congratulations. How was Thank the you, wedding? My guy. Uh, it was, it was perfect. I mean, there's not anything that you could, some people are like, yeah, it, it goes by fast and it does, but they're like, Oh, I would change this. I would change that. I don't know what I would change. Uh, it was probably the most incredible day of my life, of our lives. I'm excited. And I see Tyler giving me that look like he does not give a flying, you know what? So yeah, it's just uh, the, don't, don't take friend. it. Don't take his eye roll to mean that it's just a Twitch that he has. He's a child. He doesn't know anything. Soon enough, soon enough, and then he he will be one of those people talking about all the different things that he would change on his wedding day after the fact, though. Yeah, well, he's a complainer, so we've we've already <laughs> known that it just is what it is. Look at him, make your bed, Tyler. Make your bed. He's like, man, we had Terry last week. We had we had Matt the week before. Now Eric and Coffer back, and and yeah. here come the idiots we're gonna, for the next. Well, hour. not only that, but we're gonna have '90s reference hour, and then that's basically what this becomes. Us and the Yahoo shows just. Uh, you know, we just tear up the heart when I'm with you. Oh, God. It's just the two of us. Oh, uh, you, you, you uh, and we can I. make it if we try. <laughs> All right. Like I said, NFL uh, Sunday preview show. It's a lighter main slate. Still robust, but lighter than normal. Ten games because, of course, we had three games on Thanksgiving. Two games coming up or two teams on the bye and then two primetime games on the way as well. Sunday evening and Monday. And, of course, uh, a whole lot that can change injury-wise between now and, what is it, 46 hours until lineups lock come Sunday. So uh, it's all this is a weird week. It's a weird week with the holiday. It, in some ways, it feels like we should already be well underway with the NFL because mm -hmm. we've seen a few games. you got the ratings coming in, that Cowboys-Raiders game that went to overtime, which a lot of people were complaining yesterday. I don't know if you saw this. A lot of people were complaining on social media, including our, our good friend, nerd-ass Greg, Greg Ehrenberg, saying that <laughs> like he'd rather hear his grandmother tell the same story six times than watch any of that football we had yesterday. I personally, I get where he's coming from with that first game, the Bears and the Lions. I thought that second game was really compelling, was really entertaining, could have, you know, had better officiating, you know, that that would have been OK. But in terms of just entertainment value, I was all in. And it turns out this is the highest rated regular season game on CBS since 1990, which is just nuts. Insane. And I will say I was the same way as you, but 28 total penalties that we saw in that Dallas Raiders game. That's kind of a problem. Uh, <laughs> it also is a problem when you can just throw a jump ball and expect to flag one out of every, you know, three times that you do it. Uh, but I guess that's kind of what you have to do is you have to play the game the way that it's being officiated. And I thought both teams uh, probably deserve to win. They probably also deserve to lose. So it was a fascinating game for sure. Uh, definitely was kind of the key to the entire slate from yesterday. But uh, it's nice of them to give me a 10 gamer rather than a 12 or a 13 gamer to get accustomed back to the real world here. So uh, so I'm excited about this this lighter Sunday that we have. I did mean to ask you that. Is this your first show back or are you just oh. coming out of the weeds or have you already been on? Yeah, I jumped on Thanksgiving yesterday, a slate starter podcast. So I was talking some NBA with Ryan, uh, with Rinpack. So excited yeah. to be back in that. We've got our own podcast feed now for that here at Osmo. So I'm excited to be Watch doing out. that. Just, you know, climbing, climbing the ladder, climbing the perpetual ladder to greatness. So that's all we're trying to do over here. But I'm super excited to be talking some Yahoo, to be talking some NFL, because again, this is 
this is the sport that everybody cares about the most in fantasy, myself included. And so that's the one that uh, that really is going to be the the calling card for all of us. You heard him, folks, all the regulars at Osmo, all the part timers, anyone listening right now on your Friday. Eric is the guy. <laughs> He's climbing up the ranks. If you want to raise, this is the one to bookmark. This is the man that you need to stay in the good graces of and, and let him know. I can't tell if Tyler's being sarcastic with the head nod over there. <laughs> Tyler, Tyler, I tell you what to do. That's what this uh, he is. was. He was just, he was, you know what it is. He was talking to his dog and the dog was asking him something. He's just, yeah. One of I can't even see his All dog right. because he has the messiest, his entire situation. Again, people don't know the understanding of producer cam. We need producer cam simply so you can see what we see. I see a very unkept bed. I see a sheet over top of a dog kennel. I'm assuming that's to let him know that he's been bad or to keep the light out because he's loving. That would be the other option. And then the, sure. the third part of this equation is that he just, he just has this ever looking like he has this look on his face that it's just like, you can't tell if he's being nice or completely self-deprecating. And I, I spend half of my days on shows with Tyler figuring out which of the two it is. Listen, I'm all in on producer cam. I'm also all in on less of seeing the two of us. And here's one way that we can at least split the difference. And that is full, Full screen graphic time because we want to tell you about our good friends at Yahoo. Of course, we have partnered with Yahoo Fantasy this NFL season to bring you some great offers. You can check out exclusive limited time offers, get you one free month of Osmo Plus Platinum. Now to qualify, we tell you all the time, you need to be new to Yahoo, sign up for an account via the link below, deposit and play. That's it. Yahoo will send us your name after you play in your first paid contest. We will reach out via email with your coupon. If you need immediate access, email support at awesomeo.com will get you all set up you can also claim a free ten dollars of site credit like clicking the link in the video description below it can be used to enter any yahoo contest including sunday's one million dollar nfl baller make sure that you use our dfs tools and projections designed specifically for yahoo to give yourself the best chance to win big so get after it just one of the many things we will tell you about during the show that we do tell you about on a weekly basis daily basis even hourly basis depending on what show that you're listening to and it doesn't matter the sport there are all sorts of great promotions deals everything like that that are running while you're hanging out here with us on yahoo uh or on the yahoo show and the osmo youtube page hit the like hit the subscribe button we do greatly appreciate it we're approaching i think seventy thousand subscribers or so on the osmo youtube page so uh help get us there obviously and be notified when great shows like this one if i may humbly say go live again we appreciate you joining us if you have any thoughts comments uh just concerns uh that uh that tyler is being mistreated or you want uh, to, to, you, you want to be a little more inquisitive about uh, all things Eric's wedding and you know what were the centerpieces like? How good was the DJ or band? You know what what best song DJ of you all time your, your first dance to? How was the honeymoon? Where'd you go? Any questions that you want to ask? Uh, almost almost nothing is off limits. Just keep it clean in the chat. We're happy to pass those questions along. So like I mentioned, the uh, the Browns, the Ravens, the Seahawks, Washington, they are all in prime time. We will not be talking about them. Chiefs, Cardinals, they have buys, so they're not on our itinerary for today either. And of course, yesterday, if you missed it, if you were in that turkey coma, hanging out with family, friends, and uh, didn't get enough football in your life, the Bears, they rallied late. They outlasted the Lions 16-14. The Raiders uh, handled the Cowboys just barely. They held them off 36-33 in overtime, and the Bills crushed the Saints 31-6. to I will tell you, each and every one of those games went exactly the opposite way 
that I wanted them to oh. in, in terms of the uh, the overall outcome, not specific fantasy stuff, but just who actually won the games. I would have preferred all three of them go the other way. Did you have any significant takeaways from yesterday's slate before we get ahead to Sunday? Story time. So Eric went five and one uh, talking about myself in third person. Sure, this is yeah. great. Uh, I went Anderson five. Was... Yeah, no, we're, we're going to get away from that. I, I went five and one against the spread yesterday and I have all the evidence and proof because uh, I was not allowed to join. So I'm obviously newly married and uh, the in-laws. So they have a bunch of family out in New Jersey and I have a sister-in-law, uh, my only sister-in-law, she lives out in New York. So she went to New Jersey for Thanksgiving and they did a $20. Everybody jumps in and you pick all the games against the spread and the over under. Mm. And I went five and one slash she went five and one. And so now she definitely owes me dinner and money. So that's great <laughs> um, because they didn't allow me to join it, which is so weird because when you think about sports betting, you know, when you're talking about lines and against like a, a lot of it is the timing of the bet and making sure you jump in on the lines early so that you mm -hmm. don't get to the efficient line by the time Sunday comes. Well, they went with the most efficient line. So it was inevitably picking six coin flips and, you know, went five and one on those. We took down the pool. Good times. There you go. I like that. It's nice. Right, well, it's good. nice. Uh, I picked the Saints, though, against the spread. So uh, mm. there's it was a really bad one that I missed. <laughs> Dyler asks us in starting off the questions, best DJ of all time. Holy crap. How'd you get Pitbull? Yeah, what a dumb, dumb human he is. I don't understand. Uh, no, our DJ absolutely knocked it out of the park. Anybody in attendance, ask Rinpak next time you talk to Rinpak. Let sure. me know. Uh, yeah, he, he was there. He knows things. He knows. He, was <laughs> he knows what happens in Vegas, right? Yeah. All right, let's go to the quarterbacks. We'll go position by position over the course of the next 30, 40 minutes before we get out of here, whatever it is. And because we're talking about the main slate, because all those in many cases, great teams, great players are unavailable to us with respect to this 10-gamer. Uh, the, the quarterback situation is interesting in terms of the projections. Matchups obviously have a lot to do with it. What I mean by that is starting things off. Not the most expensive guy in the slate, but the highest projected points. The guy who is sitting in the midst of, uh, well, it's, it's two bad teams, quite frankly, in an NFC least matchup. You have Jalen Hurts who for the most part throughout the regular season has been pretty consistent in uh, you know, uh, of late the last month or so, not as much, but Jalen hurts going against the New York giants. He is $35. He is projected for about 22 fantasy points. That is narrowly more than obviously the far superior future hall of famer, Tom Brady, who has the Indianapolis Colts at one time, a bitter rival of his on the other side, but He's more expensive. He is $41. And then the third one is interesting, cheaper than the both, and that is Justin Herbert going against the Broncos, projected for about 21 fantasy points. So of these three, who do you like best? Tom Brady. Um, I like Tom Brady an absolute ton. So right now on the season, Indianapolis giving up 28 passing touchdowns. It's a large number to be looking mm -hmm. at for them. I look at this entire game. It's the one game. I, I think this entire slate is going to be coming down to what that game does for a lot of people. And also Jonathan Taylor coming off of five touchdowns. It's so hard for me to look at this game and, and try to run it back with him. It'll be a Michael Pittman question for me against Tom uh, against Tampa Bay as a run back. And so if this game is going to shoot out, if it's going to hit this 53 and a half number that we're looking at at BetMGM, a partner of Yahoo, I'm looking at Tom Brady as the guy that I want to prioritize simply for tournaments here. I find it very tough. Jalen Hurts. I mean, this guy has been seeing so much rushing volume here over the last couple of weeks. I mean, uh, I believe double digit rushing attempts in five of his last six games. I mean, we're talking unprecedented rushing potential here, but it's so hard for me to put him with Devonta Smith at some of the numbers that he's climbed to Dallas Goddard, I suppose can be a run back option that you want to get to, but 
in our top stack stool, it just doesn't look like a very appealing option. I think Miles Sanders will be my priority from Philadelphia. And so for me, I'm looking at amongst those top three quarterbacks that you listed off, Tom Brady just ends up kind of being my guy in a better game environment. Justin Herbert, we all know that I absolutely am obsessed with him. $32 for him looks really good on Yahoo as well. But considering he's pulling 14% ownership and Tom Brady's carrying half of that, it becomes an easy, let me go to the highest total part of the game. Let me stack him up however those wide receivers turn out. Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, you know, you're looking at more of a target share here for Chris Godwin of late. So I just think it's such an easy path for me to just roster him in the event that you're going to get all of the upside from this game. I think Michael Pittman's such an easy run back. Give me Tom Brady. So I was just going to ask you, you alluded to it at the end there with Tom Brady in terms of the weapons. Any concern mm-hmm. there over a lack of full health for the Buccaneers? Uh, it depends. So we can always look at it one of two ways. And, and I think that this is where NFL DFS is maybe different than other things. So NBA DFS, basically, you understand that somebody's going to just get slotted in. They're going to see the minutes. They're going to perform at a certain rate over time. And the matchup might not be as important as it might be in an NFL situation. But it's Tom Brady throwing the football. And if you end up having Mike Evans or Chris Godwin out, or, you know, if they end up being a little bit underutilized here, I mean, we have Gronk who's going to be seeing a huge red zone potential as well. I think he's one of my favorite contrarian tight end plays here. I think there's other sites where maybe he's priced a little bit more advantageously Uh, over on Yahoo. He's really priced up. And so it's going to be tougher for me to kind of do that. But in tournaments, we're talking about tournaments and upside. I'm happy to be going to the Brady Gronk and whichever one of the wide receivers I'm kind of able to play based on how Mike Evans news shakes out. But uh, as of right now, I don't have any concerns because you also get whoever that backup would be at a much cheaper price. So we've become much less risk averse to them having to perform point per dollar. So if it's Tyler Johnson that you're able to plug in, if it's Scotty Miller, you're going to have some kind of other peripheral option that makes the stack easier to fit. And then you're able to get better pieces around it. I think as we go to value here for the quarterbacks, it's interesting, I guess, for lack of a better word, because I I just don't (laughs) know. I I don't know how to feel about this. Uh, Confident is not a word that would come to mind. No. But again, value. So you're looking at significantly cheaper, like we're into the mid-20s at most when it comes to value at the quarterback position. But these three guys who who make up the the top three right here. So you've got, uh, let me see. We've got uh, Terod Taylor, who is going against the Jets. He is projected for about uh, 10x in terms of the value, about 20 points. Just behind him, other side of the matchup, Zach Wilson projected for about 16 points. He is 8x. And then you got Matt Ryan against the Jaguars. You know, there's blowout potential. The thing is, the Falcons, not very good. And that's uh, about 8x as well. He's projected for 19 points. Do you want any part of that? Houston Jets game I mean I want a ton of Tyrod Taylor uh a ton would probably be the right answer and it might sound surprising when you talk about it in a vacuum we haven't seen that much Tyrod Taylor basically two and a half games two and a quarter games that we've seen out of Tyrod Taylor here um I I just feel like Tyrod Taylor's a, a gigantic improvement over anything else that they've had there Davis Mills sure ain't it so I'm definitely looking at that what four total games now that we have here for Tyrod Taylor excuse me But uh, the Cleveland game, that was basically a half of work. So three and a half we're looking at from him. I just think they project out really well in our tools. And, you know, it becomes such a clear Brandon Cook spot for me. He didn't look very involved here. Two catches, uh, 18 yards he had in the last outing here. But a Tennessee game that they were just kind of surprisingly in front the whole way. Tennessee ended up having Brian Tannehill have to throw over 50 pass attempts in that spot. 
And Houston's defense is going to project out really well as well up against the Jets. Now the Jets are forced to, whether you want to call it forced to start their number two pick in Zach Wilson. It's a weird thing to say, but, you know, Mike White, Joe Flacco unavailable. So uh, you're, you're definitely going to see uh, a guy who's been very turnover prone here in this spot. This entire Houston team, even on the run side, I'm going to be getting to large amounts of them. But the Jets, their defense has been just atrocious against the pass here on the season. Dead last in the league in terms of uh, production that they're giving up through the air, 282.2 passing yards per game. Just a, a phenomenal spot here. I know I saw a little bit of the on, on the contrary show. And one of the props that uh, Alex Baker was really kind of pointing towards was Tyrod Taylor, the over of his passing yards as well. We know he can add some stuff on the ground here as well. I really like Houston in a surprising way this week. Before we move off the quarterback position, like I said before, if anybody watching along has any questions about any position, any player, some injury news starting to trickle out as well. We'll get to that in a little bit. But uh, again, staying with the quarterbacks for right now, a guy that I, I feel like I need to mention here because he's he's not obviously the, the top projected player. We went over those. Those are Hertz, Brady, Herbert, and then right behind them in fourth. Very comparable numbers to, for Herbert, but a little bit cheaper. He's $30. The value is close to 7X. He is projected for 20-plus points. Are we a believer this early, this fast, in Cam Newton? One oh. start into his return to the NFL. Second you know, game, obviously, last time out. Now this will be his third. He's uh, He's got Miami. It's not nearly as stout a defense. The Dolphins, as a lot of people expected coming into the year. But even still. It's like Cam Newton last year with the Patriots people is a complete memory. And this is the, the new and improved and healthy and resurgent. No, oh my God, look at him. Look at all that he can do. The former MVP Cam Newton for Carolina. I here's the thing. It depends how much stock you want to put into what you saw against or when he was in new England. And I will, I will say here's my, my case for why we should be bullish on Cam Newton. Okay. We basically saw no skill position players. Tom Brady left for greener pastures. He left for Mike Evans. He left for, you know, Chris Godwin. He has just a stacked uh, ensemble that he has there in Tampa Bay. And for all intents and purposes, Jacoby Myers wasn't a thing through the first two, three, four weeks of the season. Cam Newton, not really given the opportunity to pass, uh, not really given the opportunity to perform in that kind of a capacity. And now you get a guy in Christian McCaffrey back healthy right off the bat. Such an easy safety valve for somebody like Cam Newton, who might have been running a little bit more in the past in some of these situations, but now has shown a proclivity. You know, obviously just the one spot here, seven receptions on eight targets here for Christian McCaffrey. But I think somebody like that being in the backfield for Cam, he's made them a thing in the past. And I think that we could maybe be looking at that going forward. Of course, the major detriment that you have for Cam Newton possibly not being in a great spot. And Miami has a, a not a very good defense. Carolina much more stout on the defensive end, but we're looking at him getting the opportunity to throw the ball around a little bit there. 21 for 27. That's about as competent of a passing outing as you're going to see from Cam out uh, Cam Newton maybe ever. But he does add those 10 rushing attempts, as I was kind of alluding to. Not going to have to perform as much uh, as, as he has in the past uh, with the ground game because of Christian McCaffrey there. But that's only going to help with the yards after the catch that McCaffrey can, can add to it. So I'm probably more on the side of being over the field than under here on a site like Yahoo, simply because I think uh, he makes very easy stacking options. We know that we're going with him. DJ Moore, kind of move on with your day. Running backs next, but first want to tell you, because today is the day, folks, we got a special going on for Black Friday, which you need to take advantage of. You have to. We implore you 
we uh, we don't need to beg of you because you'd be doing yourself a disservice not to. But still, you should do it. And that is our NFL Express Weekly Pass. The best way to introduce yourself, of course, to all things NFL Daily Fantasy and giving you uh, all new users the opportunity to access it for just one dollar, one buck, not the usual three ninety five or whatever it is. One buck for uh, just the one week. Of course, the first week, use the promo code stuffing, you know, like the uh, the food. S-T-U-F-F-I-N-G, <laughs> stuffing. This package includes player rankings, ownership rankings, everything that we have to offer, NFL showdown, and single game contests. Uh, also included access to our premium tool and data for our in-season fantasy football and uh, tiers contests on DraftKings as well. Promo code is stuffing to access our uh, more expansive NFL Express Pass ever ever than ever before just one dollar for that first week make sure you do it obviously you can activate the coupon clicking on the link in the video description below make sure you do that the offer is valid through today that's it make sure you grab it and uh, grab it now stop guessing start winning join osmo plus today one dollar man that's it it's a buck it's pretty incredible it's pretty incredible yeah just do that a dollar a dollar that's pretty dumb yeah, I mean, I haven't found any good Black Friday deals out there other than that. And I'm looking. I'm on the hunt, man. It's a buck. It's a buck. Mm-hmm. All right, running backs. This is more attractive than the quarterback position that we just had. Jonathan Taylor, who has just been doing Jonathan Taylor things. He's in the MVP conversation. He's coming off the zillion touchdown week. He's got Tom Brady's bucks on the other side next. He is uh, about 19, 20 projected points this week. He is pricey, $37. Not the most expensive running back. That's another guy that you mentioned when we were talking about Cam Newton. That's Christian McCaffrey, $40 here on Yahoo this week against Miami, projected for about 18 points. And then Dalvin Cook, who uh, is going to find himself in many people's lineups, heavily owned player this week, I'm sure, going up against the Niners, about 16 projected points, and he is a lot cheaper. He is $29, as again, compared to 40 for McCaffrey and 37 for Taylor. So who jumps out at you most here? Uh, I got to be looking at Jonathan Taylor as somebody who's going to completely get steamed as we get closer to Sunday. And I think I'm going to be taking a firm stance against him coming off of five touchdowns and being more on the side of Tom Brady and the Bucks passing offense that can definitely spike some upside, running it back with Michael Pittman and having that be my exposure to it. I'll definitely have some shares, but I just think Jonathan Taylor might get steamed really heavily uh, considering you're getting that $3 savings. I alluded to it a second ago, but Christian McCaffrey is really going to be a big piece of my lineups here going forward. Uh, he does everything that you want, and eventually you're going to just see him break off a couple of these big plays, only one touchdown now in his three weeks that he's shown up here the last couple of weeks. And eventually he's going to be a guy that, yeah, Cam Newton might steal and poach a couple rushing attempts here, uh, here and there from him. But when Christian McCaffrey spikes an upside, there's nobody else that can really compare to his ceiling. Uh, I say that knowing that Jonathan Taylor just scored five touchdowns last week, but mm. you know, Christian McCaffrey might be the more uncomfortable roster with $3 more to get to him and everybody playing JT and wanting exposure to that 53 and a half total game. But the Bucs have a pretty good defense, too, as well. And we said the same thing about the Bills, so whatever. But Christian McCaffrey against Miami. I just feel like Miles Gaskin over on Yahoo is getting so much attention. Uh, we're looking at 31.4% uh, roster ship for him at the, at the current time. I'd rather just go to the other side of that game here, avoid that $14 for him, and, and just go to Christian McCaffrey as a major part of my tournament builds. Whether or not he's going to be a piece in cash just really comes down to what other value we get. You know, obviously, A.J. Dillon is a huge talking point if you get no Aaron Jones, which I haven't seen official word on, but we're projecting him as if Aaron Jones is out. 44.6% for A.J. Dillon here at the current time. 
uh, that's a gigantic number. And so uh, everything else will be contrarian. So I want my spend up to be Christian McCaffrey pretty much every single time this week. Jonathan Taylor, 52 fantasy points on Yahoo last week. He's gone over uh, at least 20 the last few weeks. He had a he's incredible in there a couple weeks ago. Yeah, he's been awesome. Dalvin Cook, it, it has been, and obviously this speaks to the depleted price. It's not been a great year for him. Or, or I don't know. What do you attribute it to? How disappointed are you? Well, I mean, I'm a Viking fan, so I, I not great. Uh, he's obviously <laughs> had some off the field issues now that have kind of sure. compounded some of the problems. And so whatever happens with that, I, I don't really know. We have to talk about this from a football aspect. So I'm going to just focus on it from a football aspect. It seems as though just having Justin Jefferson emerge in this offense, he's such a strong piece to that offense. Uh, and Mike Zimmer now playing for his job. He's given Kirk Cousins the reign to maybe throw it out there a little bit more above expectation. Alexander Madison, probably the best backup running back, uh, maybe Ramondre Stevenson now at this point, but mm -hmm. Alexander Madison is really special too. And so you don't have to rely on Dalvin Cook as heavily as, he as you've had here in weeks before. They've also had a run of difficult matchups. Uh, and, and so, you know, whether it was Chargers, who you would expect he could have gone off in that spot and didn't really, uh, there might be a big game in store for him eventually, but against San Francisco on the road here again, it just doesn't feel like a, a 30 point upside spot. And that's kind of what you're looking for with so many strong running back contenders here. I mean, he's consistently 22.5, 20.8. I'm looking through some box scores on another side here, going back over to Yahoo here on this site. I mean, Dalvin Cook now $29 there for him, 21, 19.3. I, I don't see 25 plus for him considering you have Thielen, you have uh, you have Thielen, you have Jefferson, so many other options around the red zone too. If he gets in the box two times, yeah, he could definitely maybe get there for you. But having maybe on this kind of slate isn't what I'm interested in. So I'm going to be getting up to McCaffrey JT uh, a little bit there. We don't know about Saquon Barkley, what his status will be. He's been limited this week. And if you were to get Devontae Booker, that would be a, a one-man uh, wrecking crew as well. But Saquon Barkley for cheaper, I would rather be rostering here uh, up against Philadelphia on the other side. I just think there's better options than Dalvin Cook. So regardless of what his issues have been that have prevented him from getting to a crazy upside, let's just kind of look elsewhere. Let's talk running back value. You have uh, Miles with a Y Gaskin coming in against <laughs> Carolina from Miami, about 9X value. Meanwhile, Miles with an I Sanders is going up against the New York Giants. He is about 8.5X uh, right there. Those two guys, comparable, comparable spots, comparable prices. Gaskin just a little bit cheaper, 14 versus 17. Then you have Tevin Coleman, uh, not the uh, old R&B uh, star, but Tevin Coleman <laughs> against Houston, who is about 8X here, and that is because he is, uh, you know, $10. He's so you have no Michael Carter. Carter there is the big Yeah, thing. and you have no yeah. Michael Carter, which, you know, at least it, it puts Coleman on the board. To what degree? You guys decide, obviously, but who jumps out here to you? Uh, not probably Tevin Coleman. Uh, I, I find that really an uncomfortable roster. Maybe that makes him a guy that you need to get to at $10 there. But I, I don't know if we need $10 savings at the running back position. And there's such an opportunity cost here, too. Tevin Coleman, even at $10, you need him to perform here. And we haven't even seen any kind of volume whatsoever. I don't know what that volume could even look like for an older running back here in Tevin Coleman than in previous iterations. I mean, obviously with the Falcons, San Francisco, he's had some years where he's been pretty competent, but Miles Gaskin avoiding him at $14 is going to be a big stand as well for me. I think just being lighter on him and JT than what the field is allows me to get a little bit different. And there's tons of upside for me. 
the guy that the biggest value on the board and probably for me the biggest stand i'm going to have all week is i'm going to have damn near 100 miles sanders especially on yahoo 17 dollars for him going up against this giants defense i mean it's it's hard to talk in absolutes but it feels like the tide is starting to shift 16 rushing attempts there against new orleans i'm just hoping i'm just hoping nick sirianni sees what he has in miles sanders him and Jalen Hurts are just combining for so much rushing volume, and I'm not going to be stacking up a lot of uh, Philadelphia here in this spot. I know Jalen Hurts is going to be a popular quarterback, but I'll probably be playing him solo. But Miles Sanders there, I think if we can just get that kind of volume from last week again, he's going to get in the box here multiple times against the Giants. I see this being a big possible, just fingers crossed, 20-touch-plus uh, game for him here. Plus, in our tools on other sites, the Osmo Boom Bust tool is in love with Miles Sanders. On a different site, 18.4% boom potential for him. 5,100 is the number for him over on that site, so you can kind of do the math on which one I'm talking about there. He's even more advantageously priced on Yahoo. So I'm just saying he's probably your best piece of value in cash. He would be the first guy into my lineups. I absolutely am obsessed with him. Five yards per carry on the season. No way around it. I'm going to have tons. I knew this was coming. Just looking at the chat. Benny, G-Sauce, it's Tevin Campbell cough, not Coleman. You think I don't know that? Can't I just have my bad <laughs> joke? Like, can't I just, can I just have We're it? having fun. You know, I, I, I'm just trying to have my, I know who Tevin Campbell is. Did, did you know, folks, that Tevin Campbell was the, the voice of Powerline in the Goofy movie? Did eye to eye, did stand out? I know Tevin Campbell, but let me have my poor Tevin Unleash the anger, Adam Kaufman. Unleash the anger. Let me be thankful for bad jokes. <laughs> let me just have it. Let me just have the joke. Let's go. Guys. Let's go. <sighs> I, I just want to see the Hulk. Let's I go. Tell ya, my gosh. Uh, Greg says, appreciate you guys. The banner over fullest. there. Shout out to how great you guys are covering all the content. Took down $500 last week on my son's birthday. Took down another 100 last night. Hashtag legends. Yes, that's, I hope, Greg, that you gave your, you know, put that right in your kid's savings account, 500 bucks on your kid's birthday, or, you know, maybe go toward paying for the birthday party or something. Not just get more DFS exposure this week. Just run it back. I'm kidding. <laughs> Congratulations. I'm so happy for you, Greg Smith. Those, that's the best part about working here. I got to say, it's not just, well, I like making money playing DFS, and that's yeah, something that, that I can do. Part. Yeah, it's pretty great. Yeah. Tyler, you're definitely not it, but love you too. Um, I, I just think when people win, when we see these screenshots, Jordan Lockhart, a dude who's just going completely unchained here lately, coming in with like yeah. $100 super chats on every show. He's out of his mind, but it's like, this guy has won nearly half a million dollars over the course of the last month, month and a half. You get these heaters, you get this life-changing money, even if it's 500 bucks, you know, life-changing money can be a hundred bucks for some people in TFS. That could be something that they really, really enjoy too. So mm -hmm. uh, congratulations, keep it going. Hey, you know, I mean, whether, like Eric's saying, whether it's, you know, enough money to get yourselves a, a new house, a new car, or just a fancy dinner out, whatever it is, yep. where, you know, new, new money or found money is, is good money. That's something to be excited mm -hmm. about. Then he says, you got us there. That's your kid pick a flex. All right, uh, let's see. Get access to all the great Osmo Plus tools and content for nearly every DFS sport out there. And Osmo Plus weekly pass, that's not a dollar. That is $29.95. It includes full access to all the great stuff I already talked about, obviously. Premium content, tools on Osmo.com, player projections, ownership projections, lineup builder, so much more. Fantasy Cruncher, obviously, which I love using. Of course, uh, if you're only looking to play NFL DFS, that is quite all right. You can sign up for one of our Osmo Plus 
NFL packages, including this Black Friday deal that I mentioned a little while ago. Promo code first week NFL Express Weekly Pass. One dollar use stuffing. That's the promo code stuffing. S T U F F I N G. Uh, you can find that link in the description below. Stop guessing, start winning. Join Osmo Plus today. Be Jordan Lockhart. Just you know, just just stop guessing and start winning. Like we always every time say. I hear his name too, I think of Professor Lockhart from Harry Potter. I can't stop. I can't stop. Addicted to the shindig. All of the Harry Potter movies have hit uh, HBO Max, and it's would you fire. believe I've, I haven't seen any of them? I watched some with Jordan Klein the other night. I was down at his place like three weeks ago. We were watching Goblet of Fire. Hey, Shout Jordan, out. what do you feel like doing? Oh, let's put on a uh, let's put on a Harry Potter movie. Why the heck what? not? Is really Jordan, what it comes down to. You want Netflix and chill or what, dude? It's Bo Baton versus Durmstrang <laughs> versus Hogwarts. It doesn't get any better. More potent than the triwizard tournament let's be you serious have, you have definitely cast a wide net there's no doubt about it i'm trying to cling to anything that people like and so eventually somebody's gonna like something that i say in pop culture reference yeah there you go I'm not right, batting go to, over let's go to the wide receivers and uh this you know our projections admittedly are going to change a little bit i mentioned some injury news uh adam schefter putting out a tweet just a little while ago the titans have ruled out aj brown this weekend against the oh patriots boy. so no A.J. Brown, no Julio Jones, no Derrick Henry for a Patriots team that with a win and a little bit of help could actually go into first place in the AFC by the end of this weekend, which is just insane. Also need a Browns win over the Ravens to make that happen. Very doable, though, obviously, the way Baltimore's gone. So uh, it's I mean, look, it, the fact that it's in Foxborough, Pats are you know coming off that long break as well because they had the Thursday game. They are in a, uh, a prime position to take over that top spot. We will see. We will certainly see the A. I mean, I bet Patriots uh, a ton, so I hope they yeah. win the Super Bowl. Let's go. Yeah, I mean, hey, and I'm just a biased fan. But uh, we still have A.J. Brown in our projections, so uh, obviously he's going to come out. It's going to op uh, open up opportunity elsewhere on the Titans, and, and we can talk a little bit about that. But our top projected players here on Yahoo right now, Cooper Cup at the top of the board against Green Bay, 18 projected points. He is $36, same price for uh, Debo Samuel, about 17 projected points against the Vikings. And then you have Devontae Adams, about uh, 16, 17 against the Rams. Other side of that game with Cup, obviously, $31. Who do you like? Uh, I'm just double checking this AJ Brown deal. Yeah, I mean, he's completely out. That's, that's just going to be nuts. Um, I don't really yep. even know what to say. We just got word that uh, as we, you were talking, that Antonio Browns are officially ruled out. So that's good to know as well. We yeah. already had him projected out. So that's a plus. Uh, I obviously have talked about how much I like Tampa Bay. They stick out big time in our top stacks tool. Uh, currently right now, uh, number one on the week, 13.8% top stack potential on Yahoo, 6.9% of leverage. It's expensive to get up to some of these guys, uh, to get up to Tom Brady at $41. It's a little bit of an overpay. But the amount of passing volume that he could get against a team in Indianapolis, I already talked about 28 passing touchdowns on the season. It's a large number. That's something I want to be invested in. And so I'm going to be looking to get to Mike Evans. If he's good to go $30 for him, I'm going to have a lot. Chris Godwin, $28. He'll be good to go. I'm going to have a lot. I just think it makes a lot of sense to be kind of prioritizing them. But Cooper Cup up at $36. I don't know what anybody wants me to say. You should play Cooper Cup if you can afford him. He's really Weird. good. So is Devontae Adams, $31 now. He's very good. Like there are so many good wide receiver options to pay up for it's so strange because like quarterback feels like a wasteland and then running back and wide receiver for a 10 game slate are really 
really rich with talent on the top end. So uh, I think if I'm prioritizing one of the top end, I'm just going to talk about Chris Godwin at $28 because I'm getting a little bit of savings down for him. And I like the Tom Brady overpay, but I mean, Cooper Cup, Debo Samuel, Devontae Adams. I, I, I wish I've been on Debo Samuel more this season, but for the most part, you can just, you're splitting hairs because they're in such fantastic spots every single week. All of them have gigantic target shares. They're all around the same exact roster ship, 19% and, and 16.8% for Cup and Adams, respectively. Samuel, a little bit less at 12.9%, but pretty negligible. They're fantastic plays, get a lot of them. What do you think of Brandon Cooks being at 10x value? I mean, yeah. $13, like, how do we, how do we, uh, maybe it's just the quarterback position. Obviously we're, you know, long gone are the days of, of Deshaun Watson, you know, being that quarterback right now, but uh, like, how did we get to a world where Brandon Cooks is coming in at $13? Uh, because Brandon Cooks is $13. He's just way too cheap. And Tyrod Taylor's an easy pairing and the Jets give up the most passing yardage uh, per game in the NFL. I talked about that earlier, 288.2, I believe was the number. I just, think it's a great spot and Brandon Cooks yeah he came off of a disappointing game last week and maybe uh maybe that needs to be factored in I'm not factoring it in whatsoever uh I don't think anybody else should too so uh, if he ends up seeing depressed depressed roster ship that's kind of a mistake uh, I think the wide receiver position he's probably the first guy over in on Yahoo that you're clicking in to get some savings at $13 you can easily get up to whether it's Keenan Allen uh, at $24 which is probably a little bit too cheap for him but Cooper Cup on the top end Devontae Adams all of these stud wide receivers makes a lot of sense to go up and get them uh, get two of them in cash in addition to Brandon Cooks just such an easy source of savings it's kind of like that Jacoby Myers play that we've had just for mm-hmm. weeks and weeks and weeks over on Yahoo uh, this week's uh, Jacoby Myers for me is Brandon Cooks so behind him, Cortland Sutton in terms of value going up against the Chargers, mm-hmm. flat minimum. So is Darius Slayton for the Giants, obviously, against the Eagles. Both those guys, nine-ish X return projected for just south of 10 points. Do you see either one of them eclipsing that and, you know, really breaking out this weekend? I don't know what to think about Cortland Sutton. So he just got paid. I don't know if you saw that. He got an absolute chunk of money. Four-year contract, $60 million that they gave him last week. So they're doing that because they know the kind of talent they have there. And it's just been really, really brutal here to find any kind of a competent quarterback play. And that hasn't changed here with Teddy Bridgewater. So I, I don't know. I, I, I don't see Cortland Sutton being a guy that I want to go nuts with here. I just think that there's better spots and the chargers are much more gettable on the ground. I might have some shares of that ground game, looking at Melvin Gordon, Javante uh, Adams, who are a headache every single week because if one of them could be in the backfield you could have a, a really really unbelievable rb1 but just not really going to be a thing that i'm going to go out of my way to roster this week so uh, i'm looking at the rest of the wide receiver core westbrook akina has got to be talked about 13 dollars. he was already a guy in come from behind mode now as i said tennessee they got romped against houston which is not encouraging to see and now you have no aj brown they are we're already without derrick henry and julio but nick westbrook akina I really liked him college DFS back in the day against Indiana, uh, somebody that I rostered quite a bit there. So maybe I just have good juju with him where I've gotten him right a couple random weeks. I know I played him week three against Indianapolis, four catches uh, for 53 and a touchdown. Didn't kill you with the men there. 
Uh, but looking at him this week, $13 for him, he's definitely the one piece of this passing attack that I might be able to talk myself into coming off of eight targets, seven catches, and 107 yards last week. You're going to need any wide receiver to get in the box, and you can't really miss ever in NFL DFS now. you got to be pretty perfect. But if I'm going to try to extract any kind of a cheap piece, I think he might be a guy that gets steamed now that there's nobody else there. But I think he's competent enough where you can get it done at 13 bucks. So I'm just looking back because – you know, as news comes out and, and there's a lot of it, in fact, Ian Rappaport, this will rehash some of what we've talked about, but Rappaport just tweeted out a, a minute ago while you were talking status updates for Sunday. Again, the Titans have ruled out AJ Brown. The Eagles have ruled out running back Jordan Howard Packers Aaron Rodgers will play despite not practicing Ravens, Lamar Jackson, illness Browns, Baker Mayfield, numerous have no status and uh, will play. The no status is kind of unkind, if you ask me, but they will play in uh, their game this weekend. But uh, our projections, obviously, as news come out, uh, comes out is is changing as well. One example of that with all this Titans news, going back to the running back position for a second, and then we'll move on. Uh, so Dontrell Hilliard has vaulted oh, no. up to our uh, second best value, 10x. He is 13 projected points going up against the Patriots, obviously the running back without Derrick Henry. And again, the shortage in the passing game. Now he is $13. How do you feel about him this weekend? Not great. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know what to think about it here right now. I'm, I'm kind of updating some stuff. Jerry Mc, McNichols yourself. Donta Foreman out. I mean, this is a New England team. Do we really want to go out of our way to pick on New England at this point in time? Do we really want to try to make that a thing? And He's 13 bucks. It's not even like he's the flat 10. We have options in that range. And, you know, if he ends up not being somebody that is going to be super popular, maybe you, you try to make that uh, a positive. But for me, this just becomes you've got to have a ton of interest. We're, we're going to talk about defense. I just have a ton of New England uh, defense uh, interest here. I think for me, Westbrook Aquina, Chester Rogers, those guys are just ancillary options. Westbrook Aquina obviously being my favorite of them. But yeah, Dontrell Hilliard, we'll we'll see if that can be something that you can still roster. But if he's going to be over like 5% even, that just gets so sketchy on this kind of a slate. And I'm not going out of my way ever to pick on this New England defense. They're just too good. Uh, Adam Schefter has just tweeted, the Giants have ruled out Sterling Shepard and Kate Smith for Sunday's game against the Eagles. So uh, it, it continues. This is what happens when you do a show in the middle of the afternoon on Friday, yeah. obviously. It's a beautiful thing because I actually love reacting to this because I get to – one thing people should do, I mean, we, it's so easy to rely on the tools here. Like they're so incredible, but there's certain times where a player gets steamed up in projection and then you're just like, well, oh, I can't play him. He's too popular. No, if it's a play that sticks out to you at that point in time and there's still value to extract there, roster them, get different elsewhere. There's no problem with it. The big problem with, you know, with Ryan Tannehill is Ryan Tannehill is just not that good of a quarterback. He's had some unbelievable skill position players. He got paid because he had a great year a year ago, um, but it, or two years ago it was, but I, I, I just don't love that passing offense, that passing attack anyway. And now you take Derrick Henry out of there. There's really no play action that's going to exist there. So Hilliard, tough for me to talk myself into. And then the Giants, we all just saw how bad Daniel Jones was. Jan Daniel Jones was terrible. I think it's probably a good buy low spot, though. This Philadelphia defense is not that imposing. It's a home game for them, at least here. Kenny Galladay with a new offensive coordinator. They just got uh, done firing Jason Garrett. Maybe there's some positives we can draw from that where Galladay, Slate, maybe they get a little bit more involved. For me, at the tight end position, I do like Evan Ingram just because of some of the unknowns there. But God, I mean, it's just such a, another spot where do we really want to go out of our way to invest a ton in the Giants passing attack? Probably not. 
All right, let's go to the tight ends. We've got about 10 more minutes with you here. Still got to cover tight ends, defense, look at the optimal lineup a little bit as that continues to evolve as well, obviously. But those tight ends. So Kyle Pitts, no shock, comes in as the top projected tight end, mm-hmm. 13 points, $20. He is going up against the Jaguars. That one could certainly get out of hand in a hurry. George Kittle for the Niners against Minnesota, about 13 projected points for him as well, $24, so just a bit more expensive. And then you got to pay down. Mike Kosicki, $17, about 10 projected points against Carolina. Some of the other suspects, you know, Dallas Goddard, Tyler Higby, Dan Arnold, Evan Ingram, who you mentioned, Rob Gronkowski, assuming we see him out there. But that top tier, really, it's twofold. It is obviously Pitts and Kittle. Who do you like better? Mike Jasicki, I was just going through box score watching. Seven targets for zero catches in week 10. That's tough. Yeah, to that was that burned. I'm not going to lie. That's that's I'm not even mad. That's impressive. Uh, <laughs> that's Kyle Pitts. Amazing. Yeah, it's amazing. The whole wheel ate of the, cheese. The whole wheel of cheese. Yeah. yeah. $24 for George Kittle. No, I'm not going to do that this week. Uh, three touchdowns in a row for him uh, in these outings. Minnesota, maybe a part of a game stack if you're trying to get a little bit different there. But, you know, for a game that's nearly a 50 total, I just don't have a ton of interest outside of maybe some Justin Jefferson uh, from that entire game, I feel like. I, I don't know what that Elijah Moore, now that you've you've got some of the, the running backs getting healthier there in San Francisco, maybe, you know, maybe it is just going to be a one-man backfield there. They, they love Eli Mitchell, and if he's good to go here, uh, I know he was limited in Thursday practice. I'm assuming that he's going to be a full go. But now Jeff Wilson getting activated off IR here. Last two weeks, 10 and 19 rushing attempts. I think he's going to cut into that workload too. It's just not a very appealing game for me. And it's it's strange because I believe it's the second highest total behind that uh, behind that Tampa Bay-Indianapolis game. So it's just fascinating. George Kittle, he'll just be a little bit too popular for me c- coming off of three touchdown catches. If you take those away, doesn't look nearly as appealing. My guy that I'm going to try to make a thing, and I'm, I'm just going to say it, Evan Ingram again. I, I feel like if there's going to be one major beneficiary going up against Philadelphia here and a new offensive coordinator, Evan Ingram is going to be the best pass catcher that they have on the field, and he has been atrocious. There's no really, do- really doubt about it. Everybody kind of is expecting bigger things for him, I, I believe, the last two seasons and hasn't really come to fruition in a meaningful way. You know, he's not ever going to break into that trio of top tight ends in this league. But $17, new offensive coordinator. I'm willing to invest in unknowns in the NFL a lot more than the average person. I'm pretty risk tolerant in that regard. He's under 1%. I think with everybody ruled out there in New England, I would assume that's going to go up. But right now at that number, he's really hard for me to get away from. As far as value at the tight end position, and uh, just to make sure we have the most current information here, you got uh, Jared Cook. Flat minimum $10 going against Denver. Uh, Farrell Brown, who comes in against the Jets for Houston, who is also the minimum $10, about six or six and a half X. And then you have Pitts, who obviously we already talked about, who even at his price tag is the third best value. How do you feel about value, guys, tight end? I don't feel great about a lot of those guys. I I think if I'm going tight, that mid-range of tight end probably is the most appealing part of it, that that $13 to, to $19 range. Of course, the top end, Kyle Pitts would be my favorite, but he's going to get crazy popular as well. I talked about my concerns with Kittle, Jasicki. You know, you know what you're kind of getting into with that. Carolina has been pretty good against tight ends, so I don't want to go crazy there. Rob Gronkowski is expensive overpay at tight end, but I think there's enough touchdown equity in that game. If I'm going to be playing uh, Tom Brady, I'm definitely going to want to have some Gronk on the other side. But that mid-range, you know, Jared Cook, probably a write-off for me. I don't think there's enough upside at this point in time for him. It's been it's been a brutal run for him. 
I'll throw Pat Fryermuth out there up against Cincinnati, $16. You know, Cincinnati, their defense has shown its colors. They're not as good as what they were performing early in the season. And Pat Fryermuth, not just a fantastic name, Penn State's only. Like, I, I really <laughs> do think he's a really good prospect. And I like what I've seen out of him in this rookie year. So I think being invested there again, he could just be really good. He's seen six plus targets now in five consecutive. That feels like a really nice investment at 16 bucks as well. Uh, G saw says, what'd you guys do to deserve 13 likes and nine thumbs down hurtful. Uh, I'll be honest. I, maybe what? it's just the, the, the setup on my computer or whatever. I, I only see the, the likes. I don't even, I don't see any dislikes. Yeah. I don't see a single dislike. I, I think you guys so, should all hit that like button just to compensate. Yeah. That would be yeah, very nice a, of you. A, where you are know? you seeing these nine thumbs down G yeah, I don't see a single one. No, I don't see a single one. No, I have, uh, They're just blocked. making things up. Uh, hang on if you understood this reference we would become best friends you're making things up again arnold you know what that's from arnold Mm -hmm. and it's 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 more recent it's more recent pop culture than anything give it to me book of mormon oh no i never saw it tried i tried you're making things up again i'm I'm all listen i'm all about the south park guys i just never yeah. I never saw a book of Mormon. I would do that. It's fascinating. Also, little little racy, little little gross. interesting. But again, it's it's <laughs> well, meant to be. A, it's meant to be engaging. Uh, it's meant to be conversive. And plus, I went to it and yeah. I sat next to some Mormons that laughed the whole time. So I will say, there you go. Well, as anything that Matt Stone and Trey Parker do, I, I can imagine it would be a little, you know, next level. <laughs> it uh, was. Right, let's, do, let's do the DSTs here. Uh, the Texans come in at about nine projected points, $14 going up, obviously, against the Jets. We talked about that quite a bit. Steelers and Patriots check in next, both 7.7 projected points. There's a price difference. Steelers, 15. Patriots, you got to pay up, $19. As great as that defense has been, you know, an average of 10 points allowed over the last five games during this winning streak, you know, you can decide, obviously, against a a very limited Tennessee team if you want to go to $19 there. Uh, not not the best value, but nevertheless, potentially a good spot. What's your outlook? I love the Patriots. If they're going to be sub 10%, I will have a lot of Patriots. So $19, yes, it's an overpay. Yes, it's not you know a, a spot you will kind of want to be invested in defenses where it's like, whoa, you, you kind of need things to go wrong. But they are creating turnovers at a ridiculous rate. Now they're getting a bunch of sacks to kind of put on top of it. Some of these pass-heavy offenses, I mean, Atlanta, they just embarrassed last week. I mean, flat-out embarrassed them. Matt Ryan should be ashamed of himself. And then you've got Carolina, Cleveland, not necessarily a great spot, but that's five consecutive games, 10-plus fantasy points. They're that good. I mean, this is a Patriots team that you have to look at a little bit differently. They should be about $24. And so at $19 with no A.J. Brown, Julio Jones, Derrick Henry, why not them? So I think uh, as long as the ownership doesn't get to like 20%, I think the Patriots are fine at 7.6%. I, I would expect that to go up, though, in the aftermath of A.J. Brown being ruled out. But, of course, we talk about it every week. You're splitting hairs at defense. You're basically trying to, to isolate who's going to have a pick six. And I, if I could predict that, I would not be on this show. I would just be mm-hmm. on – I would be sipping, you know, little drinks on an, some island that I bought because be I, would, I would be what? You'd be on a beach. I'd be on a beach. I would be absolutely on a beach. With a laptop, that would be annoying, but I would absolutely be on a beach and that would be the end of it. But I can't tell you and predict flat out who's going to get a pick six every every single week, which is why you should spread out your exposure. But if you're talking my favorite defense on the week straight up, 
it's without a doubt the Patriots against this decimated Tennessee team at home. Uh, all right, let's go to the optimal lineup with where we're at right now. I need to, uh, I, I had it refreshed and then jumped on me because again, all these things are, are constantly evolving here. So um, before then we get to that, why don't you talk about the value DSTs that you like here? I'll tell you uh, some of your best options are Texans Man, got- right there at the top along with the Jets and the Chargers. Who do you like best? Love the Texans. And and I think a lot of people are going to probably start landing on the Texans later. If they don't, sure, sounds great. I'll take them $14 going up against Zach Wilson. And we talked about how bad Zach Wilson has it's been in up. his short yeah. tenure. Because, I mean, <laughs> it's it's pretty flipping bad. I feel bad for him in a certain way, but uh, I believe the Jets did get his like actual quarterback coach from college and from growing up to become part of their staff. And maybe we're going to see some improvements They've definitely put the bubble wrap on him the last couple of weeks, but now they're kind of forced into using him no matter what here, but four touchdowns, nine picks on the season. He's fumbling. He's just not good. And he, maybe he'll get a little bit better as it goes on. It's too early to tell it's everybody knows Peyton Manning had an atrocious rookie season, but uh, Zach Wilson has shown nothing at the NFL level to, to really inspire confidence. And so getting to Houston who just, you know, got done embarrassing Tennessee. And that was with AJ Brown out there. I think that they're in a formidable spot here. I'm involved in all things Houston, even their running game, who I didn't even talk about uh, the fact that they got rid of uh, that they got rid of Philip Lindsay and now David Johnson could be a thing here this week. But I think getting to some Houston shares around the board in DFS makes sense, and it's so weird to say that. So I won't read off the entire optimal lineup as things stand right now for a couple of reasons. One, we want you to obviously subscribe and take advantage of the tools. And secondly, it's going to change. It's going to change by the end of the day, let alone come Sunday at one o'clock. But uh, right now, in terms of projected ownership, guys who are part of that optimal lineup, Tyrod Taylor, who, of course, you mentioned earlier, you're a big fan of Jonathan Taylor. As long as your name is Taylor, you're going to be owning 20 plus percent of lineups this week. Beyond that, uh, Brandon Cooks is popular. Cooper Cup is popular. Kyle Pitts is popular. Dalvin Cook is sneaking in there at at least 15 percent as well. So you got, uh, you know, a few guys in there that are obviously lesser owned. But uh, among these projected studs, do you have a favorite play? Oh, man. So, I mean, this is kind of the similar when I gave the Terry McLaurin going to win every tournament and then Terry McLaurin was in every winning tournament lineup take. Um, if I had to take one stud, I've obviously said how much I love Christian McCaffrey, not even somebody that's going to project out well. And I, I lean very heavily on our tools this week because the top stacks tool, the boom bust tool is going to do a lot of the heavy lifting for you because you don't want to play everybody. And, you know, even if you're making 150 lineups, you don't want to be spreading yourself so thin. There's so many good plays. I think my favorite value we've talked about being Miles Sanders, especially if he's going to be like relatively unowned uh, against the Giants there at $17 on Yahoo signed me up for all of that. I will say if I'm going to one wide receiver to win the entire gamut, I don't know how you don't take a $31 Devonte Adams, even up against the Rams here. I don't really factor in matchup or anything else. We saw some crazy upside there against Minnesota, 27 fantasy points, eight, uh, eight targets, seven receptions, 115 yards, two touchdowns. I know MVS had kind of that, that huge play at the end of that game. And, you know, being a Vikings fan, that was, that was like the apocalypse. And then everything was fine there. Um, but I don't think MVS is going to be as involved as we saw last week, 10 targets for four catches and 123 yards and a touchdown. They were taking a lot of deep shots here, but that's simply because Devonte Adams is that good. You're getting $5 of savings coming off of him there. I think he's kind of my favorite standalone play. We've talked about how much I love the Tampa Bay wide receivers as well to kind of involve it there. So I think, I think just looking at some of my builds here, 
Christian McCaffrey at the running back position, Devontae Adams at wide receiver and at tight end. Uh, you know, Kyle Pitts is popular, but Rob Gronkowski, your pay up to get different. You got more football and plenty of basketball coming your way before the end of the day here on the Osmo YouTube channel. We're going to get out of here because in a few minutes, starting up at four o'clock Eastern, it's the prize picks college football show. That'll be uh, Vanek and Gajeski coming your yeah. way. And then uh, come 445 to six NBA deeper dive with Laffy and bearded Adam, the other Adam who's deeper dive. You should be reading every <laughs> single day. And then uh, six o'clock to seven 30, that guy, the married guy, Eric is coming on back. He'll be with Terry, my pal McBride at uh again six o'clock eastern nba live before lock with a busy busy slate in the association tonight busy in the nhl as well if you haven't heard so make sure you're checking those out get involved have fun win some money subscribe stuffing black friday deal one dollar on all things nfl just the weekly pass for that first week try it out it uh, expires today. It is a Black Friday deal, so make sure you take advantage. Our thanks to uh, producer Tyler, who chimed in from time to time, uh, both in our YouTube channel and in our private uh, Slack and Zoom channels, just to let us know he was still paying attention. And uh, great to be back with you, man. It's good, just good to have you healthy and uh, and and you know maybe maybe a little heavier on the left side as a result oh. of that that wing that ring weighing oh. you down. But it's 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 good to have you back. No, it's great to be back, my guy. Uh, enjoyed it as always. Hope you all did too. Hit that like button, please, because apparently I can't see these dislikes either. Yeah, so they don't exist. It's, it's it's not a thing. At least in our minds. Thanks mm -hmm. for watching, guys. Good luck, obviously, this weekend. Talk to you again next week.